is going on, beautiful people? It is Monday morning. Welcome to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe. This is the Fight Podcast. This is episode 176, and I am your host, the Underground King, Serge Vicente. Man, I hope you've all had an amazing weekend. Um, I know I did. UFC 246. The return of Conor McGregor is now in the books. We will be discussing that and so much more on this episode. Um, Real quick, before we get to that, I want to show some love and give a brief shout out to our sponsors, Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring right here in Chicago. Uh, Sage Eats will cook and deliver healthy meals, deliver them directly to your office. If you are not in Chicago, it's cool. They also offer fitness mentoring and nutrition consultation. Check out Sage Eats today. Sage SageEatChicago.com. Again, SageEatChicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 10% off your first three months. Also, tell your friends, tell all the fight fans in your life, tell people who don't give a shit about fights, about the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe. You know what it is right here at the Fight Podcast. Check us out everywhere on social media, Google, Spotify itunes spotify soundcloud stitcher all the above check us out there today and show me some love at serge vicente on ig and at the serge vicente on twitter boom all right man look man um jumping into it man this week we had an amazing fight card um well, let me rephrase that the fight card itself was yeah, it wasn't the greatest in the world but we had the return of conor mcgregor and the energy of mma is back i've been very critical of conor mcgregor because of the type of person he has evolved into it seems as if he believed in the hype he turned into the character of conor mcgregor so i've always been critical of him but in terms of a fighter i've showed him love now he's so lovable because he has so many deficiencies but he also has that great equalizer in that left hand. So today I have a great opportunity. I have a friend of the show coming on, my boy, uh, H. Brooke Miller, who has been on the show before, longtime MMA fan, longtime friend of mine. Um, he is very much ingratiated into the sport, and he and I are going to discuss all things UFC 246. So on the menu, we're going to talk about Conor McGregor's return. Are we more impressed with Conor McGregor or are we more disappointed in Donald Cerrone? We're also going to talk about Jorge Masvidal. What is next for Anthony Pettis? Macy Barber, is she the real deal? And so much more, man. This was a lot of fun. I had a great time on this episode. Salute to my guy, Brooke, for actually coming on. But without further ado let me stop talking shit and let's jump right into the episode enjoy my conversation on episode 176 of the fight podcast with my boy my brother h brooke miller enjoy yo there he is the man the myth he's back Finally, finally, finally. Man, well, look, for those who do not know, uh, this is my friend, my brother from another mother, my other MMA 
uh, guru, we can say. H. Brooke Miller, brother. How is everything going today, man? Thank you so much for joining me on the greatest combat sports and culture show in the universe. I'm doing good, brother. I appreciate the invite coming back, man. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited, excited. Well, dude, first big pay-per-view of the year. Arguably the biggest gate, possibly the biggest fight of the year, arguably, because we already know Adesanya's coming, so I think that's probably going to get yeah. taken over. But yes, three months, yep. It's an amazing. We had we had what we wanted: the return of Conor McGregor. UFC 246 was this past weekend, Las Vegas, Nevada, T-Mobile Arena. Conor McGregor came out there, and I think the, I think all of us could admit it. My man's did what we thought he was who we thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he is, man. Give my shout out to Dennis Green. He thought who we thought he was, but guess what? So was Cowboy Cerrone. So here's my yeah. my first question to you, man. Are you more impressed by Conor McGregor or disappointed with Cowboy? 100%. I'm more disappointed with fucking Cowboy, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I cuss on here? Fuck yeah. Okay. Let's make sure. Make sure. Make sure I don't want to get to no Same old. No Fuck shit. Like damn. That, dick. Pussy. Whatever you want to say, brother. Let it rip. <laughs> no, but no, but straight up, man. I'm, I'm really disappointed in Cowboy, man, because, I mean, did I think Connor... I had I had uh, pockets where I think Cowboy could have won, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, I knew um, Connor was going to come out there and do his thing for the first round and possibly the second. I thought that if 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 Cowboy could test the wave, he can if he can last, he can start picking it up in the third, fourth, and fifth because you know he got a little, little bit of endurance and we didn't see him get rocked many times and keep it moving. I don't know what happened, you know, with this man. I, I have no clue. I don't want to say he took a dive because I, I don't think that's in him, but I think that his heart just wasn't there, man. Man, and he, he does it every time. Every freaking time, man. Every big fight, this is what happens. Yo, that's always been the narrative of Cowboy Cerrone is that Cowboy can't win the big one. To the point that during the weigh-in, at the end of the weigh-in, this fool legitimately looked up at the crowd and said, y'all said I can't win the big one. Well, check it out. We gonna put on a show. I'm up performing the big one. Fam, you shit the bed. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Before I, like, because I I do want to give Conor McGregor some props. Haven't fought in over a year and a half to go out there and starch a top 10 lightweight. I'm, I'm saying a lightweight. Everyone's saying he's a top 10 welterweight. He's not. He's a top 10 lightweight. Just like Conor McGregor mm-hmm. is, this is the number four lightweight versus number five. Everyone continues putting this in regards that this is actually a welterweight fight. It is not. Cowboy Cerrone is not a welterweight. Cowboy Cerrone is a lightweight. He's the number five lightweight against the number four lightweight. So check it out. The four-ranked guy beat the fifth-ranked guy. Not a big deal. Now, right. in terms of the fight itself... Who am I disappointed with? Yo, Cowboy legitimately after that. Let, let's let's bring up the first exchange. Conor McGregor the comes only out there. No. Man, man. <laughs> Conor McGregor. So Conor McGregor landed 19 out of 20 strikes. Donald Cerrone landed a whopping goose egg. He landed no strikes in that entire 40-second debacle. All right. He goes out there. Um, that first, I, I really believe that they they thought that yo from the jump level change, 
We'll be able to control them on the ground and call a spade a spade. We'll be able to tire them out and keep going. I, I really believe that in, in their heads, they thought they were going to implement some sort of Khabib thing. But here's the problem with it. The moment kind of runs out there. And then, let's be honest, puts himself in terrible position. Yeah. Throws that huge left hand. And Cowboy does an amazing job. Slips to the side. Goes for the shot. And then... McGregor throws his thigh up at him. Ends up catching him in the chest with his thigh, right? Like he mm-hmm. tried to throw a knee. From that moment on, what, three seconds into the fight? Yo, the fight was done. It seemed like yeah. Cowboy just didn't want the smoke anymore. Mm-hmm. And to the point that even when, yo, her, credit to Herb Dean who got killed in 2019. People were talking about Herb with, yeah. with his with his early stoppages. Herb, Herb stoppages. Dean gave Cowboy Cerrone every possible option in this one. He let him get work for a minute. Yeah. He, and, and Cowboy, did, did Cowboy fight it? Did Cowboy try to do it? Dude, he just turtled up and wanted to go home. I'm so disappointed in Cowboy, man. Would you, I mean, did you, did, did, that's my assessment of it. How do you feel about it? Yeah, man. I think that, um, yeah, after the first exchange, man, he just gave up. He didn't get, I mean, there's many times, like, like, here's the thing. Cowboy fought Tony, Tony Ferguson and got, and got murdered, right? I mean, he got worked. I mean, it, to the point where they stopped the fight because he blew his nose blew and his eyes swole up, you know what I'm saying? So they had to stop it. He got worked, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, all throughout... But I felt that he was way more in that fight and tried to win that fight more than he was with this one. It's something about his mental state when he gets in these championship fights or right or, or a fight that could lead to a championship. He fucking gets nervous. He psychs himself out and he quits. Like, yes. this is not the first time we've seen him quit. You know, RDA, quit. Anthony yeah. Pettis, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. All of his losses, it's literally him quitting. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's him curling up like a little bitch. You know, when Justin I won't engage not. But the, but that's what it looks. Yeah, oh yeah. It's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like this you know, this dude has had more fights than anybody, more wins and all these longevity records, man, but he pussies out of out of the big fights every single time. And I guarantee you, if he keep fighting they're going to give him some 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 eight or nine and he's going to rock him silly and do all this shit and have a miraculous it, 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 it will be back in the cowboy train in. so he retired yep he's never going to get the title man he's never i hate to put that on him but um with his mentality he's never going to get a title man never it, he's it, too fucking happy when he loses oh but, bro that shit that drove me I crazy how is it possible and i'm glad you brought that up how is it possible that you are happy smiling after you got embarrassed you yeah. got drug and you just sitting here like oh that was a good time and blah 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 look man i've trained for a long time bro i've gotten my ass kicked ain't shit fun about getting your ass kicked I've been mad after a fucking spades game. <laughs> fucking cowboy was mad for getting his ass whooped like that. Hey, I've man. been, man, come on, man. Yo, I've been straight up. I've been mad over Uno, yo. <laughs> like, I've been straight up mad over Uno. Like, I'm what you mean, table. draw I'm four? Fucking, 
I'm I'm slinging cards around. I'm like, man, yeah, he don't want it, man. No. You can tell he don't want it. He just he wants the thought of wanting it. That's what he wants to be in the conversation of possibly can having it. But I think he's very okay and content with being that guy that could have, should have, would have, but didn't. Yeah, man. Well, look, uh, we're, we're dragging Cowboy, and I think deservedly so, because I do believe this was a, a thing. Now, here's the thing. All of us from the beginning, I think we all could agree stylistically, and this is why we all had such a, you and I discussed this obviously off mic a lot. This was strategic for Connor's team, and they knew stylistically this was the best matchup for him. That's why, because you think about it, why would you come back on a fight with somebody who's literally been knocked out two fights in a row? You know what I mean? Justin Gaethje is is rated above him. Justin Gaethje literally was the one that just knocked out Donald Cerrone in, uh, in three and a half minutes. So he knocked him out in three and a half minutes, and everybody's all up and oh my god Connor is back you know the touch of god all the not mystic mac but fam this was a tailor made performance for Connor McGregor now I'm gonna shoot Connor some bail right yes there were some holes in his game that we saw even in 40 seconds but mm-hmm. you're nobody in the history of fighting I have ever seen comes out as fast and as hard and as accurate as Conor fucking McGregor. I gotta give him props for that. He comes out yeah. like like evil motherfucking Knievel getting shot out of a cannon. He goes out yeah. there and he is throwing bombs from the jump. So I give him all the props for that. And you know what? You can tell after that fight, he was emotional. There was a lot of stress, a lot of things on there. But you could also see that kind of... Well, look, look, okay. Before I get into that, Connor's performance. Seeing what you're seeing after his time off, how did you feel about just Connor and the build-up, the pressure he put on himself? I mean, again, this is yeah. just my little part. I, want, I do want to shoot Connor a little bit of love because he yeah. did go out there and beat... Cowboy Cerrone, who's never gone out there and fought any scrubs. Yeah, and he deserves it. I mean, even though this fight was tailored, in my, in, in our opinion, it was tailored for, uh, for him based off of just him needing to win, him have, you know, having having those losses and being gone for such a long time. The man still got to go out there and do work. He still had to go train. He he didn't take it. He didn't take it lightly. He gained the weight. He looked good with his size. He looked healthy. He kept yeah. his composure, not just um, in the ring, but outside the ring. He didn't have no, not that I heard of, he didn't have no crazy, um, you know, issues. And he went in there and did work. He looked good. He looked stronger. Looked strong. You know, you can tell that he, and you can tell when he landed, when he landed that left after, after that head kick, that, 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 that will put anybody like you can tell that he swung that he hit him harder because he was heavier you can you can see it you can see the impact you see down you know Cerrone curling up even more took him to the ground and I mean he's still a dangerous man I mean uh, above all the crazy things that he does he's still a fucking bad man man and uh, he proved it he proved it I I think that he did real good as as disappointed as I was with Cowboy I can't lie a part of me was smiling because we all know when Conor McGregor's in MMA, MMA is more more fun because the casuals are it's all about sport. that life. It is. You know what I'm saying? So the casuals yeah. love it. He's in there um, watching him perform, watching, you know, the crowd go nuts, although the whole atmosphere of it 
as a MMA fan, it brings me back, especially seeing this humble Connor. It almost brings mm-hmm. me back to when we first started fucking with Connor. It does. Yeah. And it yeah. felt yeah. that way for a moment, right? Um, also, I appreciate the fact. So, and just in terms of his performance, he started off quick. He looked good. He did what he was supposed to do. Um, yeah. In terms of that, I'm impressed. But I'm also not jumping off the fucking bridge like he's back. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Like he, he still, could beat he, he everybody. Still has obstacles. He has. Obstacles. He still got some obstacles to overcome. He got. You know, he's left. The, he's left the sport um, for two years, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, some people in there that uh, he got to go through to kind of gain that 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 real that real clout, and, now, you know, and you know he's always going to be like the biggest draw and all that stuff. But absolutely, to, to, but and to get back to that win. status of yeah, he needed this because if he lost, yeah. there would not be this would be done. The Stop only fight that he Thank would have available, I think, is Nate Diaz. If he lost this fight, that would be the yeah. only one. But now he has options, and that ain't a good fight for him to have right now either. I don't, I don't, you know, so either. I don't, I, I don't believe that's a good fight for him right now. But again, I see it happening. Like I said, that's a good one. Now, I personally believe Conor McGregor is at, is at his best at 155 pounds. Mm-hmm. I think that. Granted, we've only seen him. Think about this, and this is nuts. People don't even think about this. We've only seen him fight at 55 twice. We've seen him starch Eddie Alvarez. <laughs> yep. We've seen him get his ass kicked by Khabib. So realistically, where we've seen him at his best is at 145 pounds. 45. You know, mm-hmm. and because think about it, every time he's fought at, at 70, it's not that he's fighting a, a welterweight, it's that he's fighting somebody a, a lightweight who just didn't cut weight both times, mm-hmm. um, Nate and in um, in Donald Cerrone. But he went out there, did his thing, and, and now he has options. And we look at all the options he's talking about. He wants to, you know, be in shape because of Khabib and Tony Ferguson fight in March. He believes that one of them is going to pull out and he wants to be able to slip in. Um, He thinks he could jump right in there. But if he doesn't get that, he says he wants to fight Jorge Masvidal or even Kamaru Usman and challenge for the title there. If you're Conor McGregor's management... What do you feel? And not even that. Not, out of just those three, anybody else? Because I personally have somebody aside from those people that I think he should fight next. But I also believe, I think, as a business, who I'd have him fight next. So who do you feel like he should fight next? If you were his um, I think I know who you're talking about, and I'm going to let you speak on that. But um, So if, if I had to choose, I mean, I think that, Boy, my man, my man out here sounding like he'd been on a couple of these before. My man know the segues? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? I watch it. You know what I'm saying? I pay attention a little bit. I do my research, you know? But um, I think that I think that um, it's a good move for him to be a backup for the Khabib and Ferguson because you just never know. You know, uh, you just never fucking know. He's scheduled um, four times. Of, this is the fifth time yeah. it's been scheduled. I mean, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a good move. If that um, I honestly think that he should fight the winner of that fight. That's who I think his next fight should be if he doesn't replace it. So plan A, if everything goes well with the Khabib and Ferguson uh, fight, the winner of that, he should fight. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, because he because he want he want he want to redeem himself and get his title back. You know, that's the that's the first thing I think before he shoots for a, a, a higher another. I'm not even gonna say a higher title, but a title that's not in his most recent weight class, you know. I think he needs to right the wrong 
You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's gonna it's gonna be a cloud over his head. Absolutely, it is gonna it's be hit on cloud his legacy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so he got a just like how he went back and fought Nate Diaz. He didn't have to because it no. wasn't a title defense. No, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't even in his weight class. It was something he tried and it went away. Right. Absolutely. I mean, hell, <laughs> you know, you know, and something else is funny, I, and I hate to say it, but they've been talking about this whole Mayweather McGregor two oh. thing. Oh. Oh, that makes me Fuck. sick. I mean, it does. But oh man, it don't may- be surprised, man. You you know, don't be surprised if 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 they swing that shit somehow. He you know maybe yeah, Khabib right, and you know Ferguson do it and Ferguson wins and they need the rest between. Don't be surprised if they slide that shit in there if that's if that's one of his fights because there's something brewing with Mayweather promotions and the UFC they haven't talked about what to keep alluding to all these different angles but I think that may be the next because I mean that's the there's nobody else that either one of them could fight and make as much money as they did right so you know um, but ideally I think the next one is Tony Ferguson and Khabib um, who the winner of that or the replacement of that and then from there you know then he can look at his other you know, his other alternatives, you know, but Makes sense. I'm going to let you speak on that. All right. So here's the thing. I, I agree with you. I think that at his best, he he is 155 pounds. I think mm-hmm. that he should be the alternate for that one strictly because of his star power. Is he deserving of a title shot next? I don't believe so. And if we're talking about straight off of merit, but the fact that he's the biggest star, I get it. I get it. So you want to shuttle him right back into that space. I thoroughly understand that. Who should he fight in that weight class? Where there's two gentlemen in that weight class that I think he should fight next. And then I think there's somebody that the UFC would like him to fight. But Dana White has contradicted that recently. So the person he should fight right away is obviously the person he should have fought this fight which is Justin motherfucking Gaethje, the most violent man in the sport. That is who that's, a that, that's who he should fight first. Now, is that a winnable fight for Conor? Absolutely. But that's also a fight unlike the Donald Cerrone, who just quit and rolled over. Justin Gaethje would not roll over. Justin Gaethje is one of those guys that you're going to have to hit him with a brick before he gets the fuck up out of there. So that's that, five rounds. Oh, oh, no, it ain't. Some, somebody going night night. <laughs> Yo, somebody going to you know, fact. They, he throwing bombs, son. Yeah, man. He's a. Uh, they. That's going to be. That'll be an explosive fight. The that's other, what I thought you were talking about. The yeah, other fight, fight that should happen in that weight class, if they can't get Justin Gaethje, is a rematch with Dustin Poirier. Justin mm. Poirier recently had a great fight against Khabib Nurmagomedov, a better fight than Conor actually had. Dustin is far better at 55 than he is when they fought at 45. They have history. You can sell that rematch. That, in my opinion, is a better fight that can continue. Also, it's another winnable, a more winnable fight for Conor. You can build his star power, building to a title shot later, the winner of uh, Tony Khabib at the end of the year. So I think you have that fight, and then you have that. I think that will be the smartest way by going about it. Now, here's the one that all the the, the casuals is busting their jeans over, right? <laughs> Everybody's stroking off and getting ready for this one. The idea of Conor McGregor fighting the baddest motherfucker in the game, 
That's right. Street Jesus. Jorge. Jorge you know Masvidal. That's mm-hmm. what the fans want. Business-wise, that would be good. Now, I'll be honest with you. If you want a Mayweather fight, if you want an opportunity for him to fight for a title at 55, I think that's a bad matchup. Um, because if Connor gets knocked out in that matchup, which... I'm about to say, somebody taking a break after that. Oh, facts. Somebody, you ain't fighting no more in 2021 you after ain't you fight fighting that. Because no, think about I this. I mean, 2020. L- let's, let's name the last three people Jorge fought and what happened to him. Darren Till, a far bigger version of Conor McGregor. Very similar style, much Taller. bigger. Weighs heavier, now fights at 185. Even beat Kelvin Gastelum. Got KO'd by uh, brutally second round by Jorge. After that, how can we forget the best wrestler in the game? Got his knee, his face kneed off in your boy Ben Askren. Haven't seen him since, (laughs) Ben Askren. And then finally, Nathan Diaz has to be out for, they said, up to eight months because of the facial surgeries and shit that he had to have. Jorge fucks you up. Now, let's not even talk about Kamara Usman. No, yeah. Because if he fights Kamaro, Kamaro does nasty things to him. He's too big, too strong. I think he needs to stay away from the boys, especially if you want to continue building this narrative of Connor being this guy. Let's stop having... I'm tired of all the jumping around, people. I'm tired of fighting in this weight and this weight. Let's stop fucking up the weight classes. And I'm so happy that Dana White yesterday said this. Dana White came out when they asked him about it. He was like, hey, you know what? There's no belt on the line there. We have divisions that we have to continue moving forward. He needs to fight here. He needs to fight here. If Dana sticks with that, I'm happy with it. Um, But I also say that. But I also believe it's because Dana does not like that fight. He's always he's trying to protect his investment. I don't think that fight's going to happen. It's going to go straight back down the drain, man. I mean, you don't he don't Connor don't want that type of problem. Number one. Connor don't want that type of problem. You know why? Because in the past, whoever he wants, he would name him he and do all the stuff. And I call him out. And 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 I believe personally that Jorge was waiting to be called out. The motherfucker had on a Versace robe with no shirt on. My I, man was in his no PJs, <laughs> walking around with the BMF belt, something that he's he going to do. He was like, once I win this title, I'm putting it on the mantle. I'm not going to touch it no more. It is what it is. It's not a real title. It's done. It's over with. But he had the motherfucker last night. So he's taunting. He's like, yo, this is what I got. And and there's always been talking in the media about talks in the media about McGregor saying that he's a he's the BMF. That belt was made for him. It was named by him. All that crap. So there is a lot of hype. There is a lot of it will sell. They both will make money. And it, it, it will be a big fight. However, it's it's not a good investment for the UFC. I agree. It's not because because if 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 um if if Jorge loses, he moves on. He'll move on, and, and fight, come on. you know he'll still be right where he's at. Yep, yep, yeah. And he's going. He said that. He said that at the end of the day, they're like, "What? Yeah. Are you, what who would you rather fight?" He's like, "I'd rather fight Connor because it's a bigger paycheck." He was like, "But yeah. if, if he's like, but if all the money's the same, yeah, of course, I, I just fight for the welterweight title." Um, I, I think that's honorable. Um, I think that's a veteran in the game that understands the game. He understands the sport. He understands himself. Um, all right. All in all, uh, with this fight, you see two uh, two forty six McGregor McGregor's return. Um, scale of one to ten, impressed. Uh, Connor, do you feel Connor's back? Yeah, I feel he's back. Um, I would like to see him fight 
like you said, I would like to see him uh, fight. I would, Justin Gacy would be good. Now that you mentioned it, uh, Dustin Poitier would, would look good too. Uh, the winner of the of the Khabib Ferguson looks good. I think one of those three should be um, in, in in the rounds. If waiting in the wind, if things take too long, it should get delayed. Yeah, you could throw in a Nate Diaz in there. You know, maybe do a Nate kind of three, you know, um, trilogy that that'll make money and and, and people want to see that. So you can slap it in there. Nate gonna keep talking shit anyway because you know um, Yo, he Nate, wants. Nate sounded like a butthurt ex girlfriend on Twitter this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He trying to he just trying to get some action from something, man. So I think that if he puts up enough hype and, and if kind of responds to it, they'll the UFC will entertain that. But. uh yeah, I think he's back, man. I think he's back. I, I think that I don't know if he's gonna fight three times this year. That's what that's what Dana said he would like to see. Um, we'll see. I think I think he could. I Dang. think he could because he can actually, if if you know, once you're well, you never know, man. Motherfuckers pull out the night before. It's hard to, it's hard, man. It's hard Shit. to schedule because if he wants to be the backup, well, they, they, they they gotta pay him. They gotta pay him to cut weight. Yeah, they they yeah, they pay him to cut weight. They pay him to to be ready, and um, but he says that's the re- one of the main reasons why he didn't want to cut weight for this fight because he didn't want to cut weight, rehydrate, cut weight again. So he wanted to just stay at one seventy in, in in preparation for cutting weight for that fight in March. I get it. Um, if that's yeah. the case, yeah, if that's, that's what he, yeah. yeah yeah if that's what he wants to do, I'm fine. Um, I believe that the fifth time is the charm, though, and I think that fight's actually going to happen between Khabib and Tony Ferguson. (laughs) God, I hope it does. I do. All right, man. Um, Co-main event time. The rest of the card, I'm going to keep it a thousand percent, was pretty Uh, (laughs) doo-doo. You know, honestly, I was very... I fell asleep on the fucking co-main event, honestly. I ain't going to lie to you. At least like a round and a half. And nothing changed. Yo, this <laughs> I think they card, were same, I think they was in the same fucking position they was when I went to sleep in the third to the fifth. The, yo, this card needed to be called UFC 246 Disappointment. It was yeah. such a disappointing card, man. So Holly Holm um, beats Raquel Pennington in their rematch. Unanimous decision. Um, now, here's the thing. I want to read the numbers out to you really quick. Total strikes. Holly Holm lands 30 strikes. Raquel Pennington lands 38 uh, throwing 30 less strikes, right? Raquel Pennington, one takedown. Holly Holm, no takedowns. Um, time of control, seven minutes of control for Holly Holm, a uh, minute and a half control for Raquel Pennington. I'm going to be honest with you. I was so disappointed with Holly Holm in this fight. Holly Holm seems as if, especially after she's been knocked out by and beat by a couple people, all she wanted to do was hold Raquel Pennington and not do anything. She just was content. This is the equivalent of, like, Jorge Masvidal calls a crotch sniffer, right? Instead of taking him down and holding him on the ground, she's big, she's strong, fam. She made me feel like I had to do some pull-ups watching her back look yoked up on the damn yeah, cage. Man. She was fucking jacked. For real. She's been doing one thing. She's been in the fucking gym. That's for damn sure. It's because she just got divorced, man. She got to be in that gym, bro. She out here, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, man. Ain't no husband at home. She out here getting it in. We all been there after a breakup. Come on, son. We know how it is. Shape of your life. That's that's what she's in. She out here getting sexy. (laughs) She be out there putting out dancing videos and stuff with booty shorts on and on IG. I see it all. So she's yoked. (laughs) She's in shape. She ready. But the problem is, man, she goes out there and I'm be I was so thoroughly disappointed. Um, Holly Holm has not, in my opinion, evolved 
um, since she since she beat um, Ronda Rousey. Uh, people ask what's next for Holly Holm. No, she shouldn't get a title shot. I think she's just gonna fight somebody like Aspen Ladd next. Um, probably get beat up, lose that fight, and then honestly probably retire. She's 38 years old. Um, she feels like she's back, but ah, this this performance was nothing to be happy about. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. I mean, she hugged old girl. The whole fucking fight. Um, shame on Raquel for not throwing her hands a little bit more. Um, Facts. You know, that's that's just, you know, that's on her. Uh, that's on her and her team for not getting her better prepared for that because it wasn't, it wasn't like she got heavily striked. It wasn't like she got knocked out. You know, it was just a fucking hug session. Like, looked like a lesbian fest. I mean, it was just... No, not, not Raquel, now Raquel's me. wife, Tisha. I mean, look, we... <laughs> I mean, you know, she she might be about that life, but but I was disappointed, all jokes aside, because I believe Raquel Pennington is one of the best fighters of that weight class. I know yeah. she's tough as shit. I know she goes out there, she could put the ambers on people, and she chose not to. Um, I think, yes, it was because of Holly, but she's good enough to get out of that position. But I'll say this, and this is something that I think nobody's talking about enough. Do you mm-hmm. remember that fourth round? When she got her her ass beat by Amanda Nunez, and we were like, "Yo, yeah. we need to stop this fight." Her her she mm-hmm. said she don't want no more smoke. Her coaches sent her out there to get beat up again. I think that might have done long lasting damage. I think we because of that. I think we might not ever see the same Raquel Pennington. Yeah, an asshole can do that to you, man. Yeah, man, it's too bad. It's, man. I mean, just being real. I mean, you have that fear. You have yeah. that fear that. That's what, you know, a lot I've seen many fighters, great fighters, um, get caught with that that syndrome, man, where you get knocked out. The big African dude, he went through it for a minute when Steve Payne touched it. Yeah. You know, it took Francis a fight, was gone fight for to me. get back he, at it. It did. It yeah. did, man. Um, all right. It happens. Speaking of taking an ass whooping, one of our all time favorites. I know he's one of your favorites, is one of my favorites. Um, we actually unfortunately both picked this other guy to win, but Diego Fajera defeats Anthony Pettis second round submission minute 46 um into the very second round um your thoughts I'm mad I ain't gonna lie to you man I'm I'm not I'm not happy with Anthony Anthony Pettis man I think that he could have fought a better game plan he let him take his back way too many times and I mean nothing nothing against Diego he did his thing he did what he had to do but I've just seen I've seen Anthony Pettis get out of Harder situations. I've seen him roll. I mean, hell, he just fought Tony Ferguson. I mean, and was out there yeah, scrapping with a broken hand. Yeah, but he was scrapping with him. I mean, I just, it. I don't know. It's something. It was something in the water, man. This, you know, a whole bunch of just motherfuckers giving up because honestly, and you, and maybe you can tell. Maybe you can say. Maybe you can defend it because I, you know, you're more in the sport. You actually done it more, way more longer than I than I have, but. He didn't look like it like a neck crank more than a oh. fucking um, uh, rear naked choke, bro. I didn't bro. think he had it. I, I, I'm be honest with you, man. So Diego Ferreira is a high, high level jujitsu black belt, and when those high level jujitsu black belts get a crank on your shit, yeah, yeah, he, he was out there trying to squeeze a bug out of Buddy's nose, like. I, I like I, I'm I, Anthony Pettis is, is a beast on the ground. So if Anthony Pettis went out there and tapped, I'm assuming it was in deep. So I'm gonna give Anthony Pettis the benefit of the doubt. But I'm with yeah. you. I was like, yo, what is this, man? I, I was disappointed. Um, I honestly believe we're, we're seeing it with dudes like with with Anthony Pettis. We've seen it with Cowboys Ronnie. Yo, these guys that have been in it for a long time, they not. 
age-wise, they're not old. But man, there's a lot of miles on that tread, fam. Um, I I just think mm-hmm. it might he might be at the end. Yeah, and, just because um, he's young in age. Yeah. He's only yeah. 32, but he's taking he's taking a lot of beating. He he think about it, all the training camps yeah. and all the shit. Anthony Pettis has held yeah. the belt at WEC. He's held the belt in the UFC. Um, I think we've seen the lot. best of Anthony Pettis. You know? Yeah, I mean he's trying to he's trying to do these comebacks and stuff, com- com- comebacks and stuff. But um, this whole one step forward, two steps back shit—it's not a good you look, know, man. And that's essentially that's that's essentially what he's been doing over the past what almost three years now. You know, he'll win a couple, you know, and then he'll lose, and then he'll win a, and then he, you know, he wasn't um wasn't working out. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't, you know, he was a little little guy. You know, he yeah. kept getting manhandled in there. Yeah, then he started working. Yeah, and didn't he didn't he get a new fight um team or something like that? Or he changed no, no, no. some people? No, he he's still he's still he's still at uh at Roof Sport. And we're gonna talk about Roof Sport in a minute because the next fight we wanna talk about is another Roof Sport individual, but no, he's still the same team. Mm, okay. Yeah, but I but think that's he's a, I think he might need to make adjustments and go to a different team. I think he might need you know where he should go, in my opinion? I think he should go to TriStar up in Montreal, Faraz Sahabi, um, the wrestling and the grappling that they have up there with GSP and all those boys. I think that style and that grinding style will benefit him. I think he needs a change of scenery and a change of pace if he wants to continue this fight. And I Seriously. think that team will yeah, be Yeah, you the best can't keep doing this shit. No. And expect different results, man. Facts. So I'm with you on that. Facts. All right, man. Speaking of Rufus Sport, speaking of the individual that said she is going to be the fastest title winner in history. She th- she said she was going to do it by 23 years old. Macy Barber, the hype train, gets Ooh. her ass whipped by the happy warrior, the old lady, Roxanne Mataferi. Mac Roxanne Mataferi walked across the center of the cage punched Macy Barber in the face and Macy Barber did not know how to react. Yo, li- listen to these numbers really quick. Roxanne Mataferi landed 112 significant strikes to Macy Barber's 25. Yo, that's an ass whooping. Mm-hmm. Me, you know, me and my boy, me and my other guy, we was uh, talking back and forth on the fight. We was both watching them betting and all that shit. You know, uh, he's an office partner of mine. <laughs> he made a good point. He's like, hey, man, when you ugly, you ain't got shit to lose. Man. And that's how my fan came in. At <laughs> oh, man. I was like, she's fucking up my beauty queen, man. Look at this shit. You know, <laughs> Man, bro, she went out there with nothing. And you man, know what? She's being the dog shit out of my girl, man. <laughs> Time out. Do you know this? You know, even even though, uh, yeah, Roxanne in every fight that she's had in the UFC, she's been the underdog in every fight, and she's won all them bitches. <laughs> God damn, I can see why. Like, she's number seven, man. She holding that shit. She like ain't nobody taking this number seven spot that I got. Hey, listen to this. Roxanne Malaferi had ten and a half minutes of control in a fifteen minute fight. Yeah. Dude, she yeah, passed she passed Macy Barber ten times on the ground, bro. That is pure domination. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. I, I noticed that, man. I was like, man, she gotta work on her ground game, man, because she's getting she got she got mounted three times. Well you hey, like you, full you, mount. You saw her uh, Macy Barber's coaches, right? 
No. Ben Askren. I didn't see. Oh, what the fuck, man? Are you her, serious? Her wrestling, I thought she'd be better than I. Granted, they said she partially tore yeah. her uh, her ACL. Yeah. That whole, like, yeah. stoppage in the middle to check her knee by the doctor, I thought that was a little weird. But uh, regardless, look, man, the hype train was stopped. Look, Macy Barber is young. She's only 21 years old. Long career. I think this loss in the grand scheme of things is good for her. Um, yeah. Especially the injury. Now she's going to have to take a lot of time off. You know, work on some holes in the game. I think she'll be back. But, man, let's show some love to the happy warrior. The old goat. Roxanne Mataferi. I gave it to her, man. There I gave it, it to her. She beat her ass, man. She beat her ass pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> despite the, despite that knee, I think she still would have got her, man. Facts, so, man. Facts. Well, that was Jay- my excuse at first, but I, I, I slept on it. Woke up and was like, nah, she was getting her ass beat. So. Facts. Oh, she don't. Right from the beginning, she Roxanne walked in the middle, punched her in the mouth, and old girl looked like she did not want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really what it looked like. She was like, oh, shit, yeah. and kept it moving, man. Well, look, man, UFC 246 is in the books, bro. Um, any final thoughts on UFC 246? And do you have any bold predictions for 2020? Mm, good question. Um, I won't. It, I, yeah, I'm going to say it. I think Yoel looking good, man. Ooh. I don't. I you know. Ooh. It's, I, this is a this is a fucking. This is gonna be very hard. To, it's gonna be very exciting, very hard to watch. I hope nothing happens to either one of them. We have to watch this fight out. together, bro. Yeah, we have to. We yeah. have to. No matter what we got to do, man. We got to make that happen. It's um. I don't know, man. Yoel just seems very fucking. Con- I mean, he's his confidence on this fight. He's normally a humble guy. I see you soon, boy. I see you soon. This shit right here, (laughs) even on his Instagram, he's like, yo, this is Joel, the new champion. He's already claiming that he's going to be the champion. Like, I don't know what he knows. uh, Maybe he's seen a hole or something that we ain't never know. You know, I try to sign you. He's got a great legacy coming upon him. Um, But I would hate... But I think that he may have a minor setback, man. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe they'll fight twice, and, and and he'll lose, and then come back and win. Maybe you know. I don't know, man. But this this Joel character, man. Nobody, like Dana said, nobody wants to fight this dude. Nobody. Even though he's lost his last two, I think he didn't lose them shits. Me and you on the same page. <laughs> no, no, exactly. He didn't lose the fucking things, but he didn't. You know. I think. I think maybe it'll go. I think maybe it'll go Yoel, Yoel, uh, Yoel will beat Israel, Adesanya, Acosta will beat Yoel because they like him. It'll go to a decision. So Israel will murk Acosta. Maybe it'll go yeah. like that. Maybe it'll be a trifecta where he'll get his tie back. But I'm nervous for him, man. I ain't gonna lie. So, so like Israel Adesanya, but I'm nervous for him. So, so, so is your bold you prediction? You know. That Yoel Romero, by the end of this calendar year, is the UFC middleweight champion. Yeah, man. Ooh, gonna do it. that's a hot Some take. strange reason, bro. Man, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not mad at Take that at to it. the bank, man. I may put money. I may put some money on it because I know the odds going to be against them. Shit. Bro. Hey, guess what? That's a bet I ain't taking. <laughs> not going to lie to you. And I love Biggie. <laughs> I do. I love him. But... I mean, and I like them both. I love them both, man. I, I, I hate that they... I so soon, you oh. know. If Israel had like three go uh, on the three, four, five, five win fight streak or something, but ah, uh, coming out the gate, man, that's his first title defense. Opponent. Yeah, 
That's a rough I mean, one, man. In, in retrospect, if he do, if he does it, then you know, if he beats him, it's clear. And, and maybe that's a second way fight. Wait, say again. He said he beats him. It's it's pretty smooth sailing from here on out until John Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he gets over this hurdle, I don't think there's nobody else that's going to fuck with him. No. Nah. You know? I agree. So, I, I agree, so, man. Yeah. Um, Guess he's getting the hard shit out. <laughs> that's true. Hey, might as well. Shit, you know how it is. Let me finish this hard shit first yeah. before I just coast the rest yeah, of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, so I can coast. Yeah. yeah maybe, that's, maybe that's the strategy. Well, hey, brother... Um, Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, man. Uh, yo, good fight card. Oh, let me rephrase that. Eh, fight card, but main event was worth it. Conor McGregor's back. Jorge Masvidal is honestly, I think, stole the show. Rocking that Versace and bring a hey, personally fuck proper twelve. I want his mascal. His damn alcohol looks amazing. I want to try that. <laughs> We're going to have that one and uh, yeah. and make it happen, man. Exactly. But, Brooke, brother, thank you for joining me on the show, man. Any party shots before you get up out of here? And where can people find you on social media? Um, I'm on Instagram at, at hmiller357. Um, that's pretty much the only one I really use uh, consistently, man. And um, Facebook is just my name, Brooke Miller. So that's where I'm at. There it is, man. Well, Brother Brooke, man, thank you so much for joining me on the greatest combat sports and culture show in the universe. I appreciate you, brother. Sir. All right, brother. Yes, Salute. sir. Beasts. Boom, 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 boom. Man, I've been listening to Griselda all weekend. <laughs> all right, man. Yo, I hope you all enjoyed my conversation with H. Brooke Miller right here on the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe. Remember, the five podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Again, sign up at sageeatchicago.com. They cook and deliver healthy meals, grass-fed and organic, directly to your home or office right here in Chicago. If you're not in Chicago, that's cool. It's Gucci. Don't worry about it because they have something for you. Fitness mentoring, nutrition consultation. They write workouts for you. They write nutrition programming for you. They take care of you. Sage Eats is an all-encompassing program. Check them out today. Also, don't forget to check out the Fight Podcast. Let everybody know about the greatest combat sports and culture show in the universe. The Fight Podcast, man. Um, Everywhere podcasting is available. Check us out today. And also check out the website, thefightpodcast.com. All right, man. Yo, that has been our episode, man. Thank you so much for Brooke for joining me on the episode today. Uh, That was a lot of fun. And look, man, there's more. It's funny because after this event, there's still so many questions out there. There's still so many ideas and questions that need to be answered. Is Conor McGregor really, really back? Can he compete at these higher weight classes? Can he legitimately compete at three weight classes? Or are we being fooled? There's so many questions, man. Macy Barber, is she a legitimate title champion in the future? Is this something that's going to be beneficial for a career? Or is it something that's going to be to her detriment? We don't know, man. And that's why MMA, in my opinion, is the greatest sport in the world, man. There's so many different options. There's so many things. There's stars that rise. There's stars that fall. And the game always evolves. I love it. I love what I'm seeing. And I am so happy 
that we are back and we're talking about fights right here in 2020 man so check it out um this is about all we got for episode 176 of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe i am your humble host the underground king serge vicente i love you guys thank you for joining me as always and i will see you next time right here on the fight podcast deuces